0: Why is the queen getting involved? What is she doing? And for what reason is she doing it? Yeah, look, I, this wasn't the plan. The story just just came out. I'm like, no. Like, I'm trying to bring it back in slow motion for, for her. You had the very uh, self-serving talk with Oprah Winfrey, with with Prince Harry and, and, and Meghan Markle, I, their life is theirs, and I have no interest. I'm not interested in the content they're going to put out on Netflix. I don't think that Meghan Markle has anything to offer me. At least for Prince Harry, he served, and I really do appreciate the Invictus Games, right? He seemed to be like this integrity guy, and I don't know what happened. Is Meghan Markle Yoko? We're going to find out soon enough. But that's not the the, the story, they're they, you know, oh the 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 queen and, and or the the family they they were worried about having a, a a black baby. Meghan Markle's half black, and I think that's still news to a lot of people, because I don't know if you would guess if you just looked at her. I don't know if you could guess on anyone. I guess Tony Katz. Tony Katz today eight three three got Tony eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. But the the royal family was worried if the baby was black. I I don't know. It's an allegation. She was feeling suicidal, which is the only thing I had commented on. And that the the family, the royal family, the firm, as they say, uh, didn't want her to say anything. Whoa. That's a big deal. The question is, do I believe it? Now, when it comes to someone telling me they're suicidal, I don't get involved in their head. I simply say 1-800-273-8255. It's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Make the call. I don't want to play in the game of of judging that. And that's what makes something like that is uh, something hard to discuss because when it's done in this tell-all interview, people are left to question things. And then it's like, oh, you're questioning if I'm suicidal. Look, I've discussed my own life and my own dealings with it, which was real and awful. Things got better, for sure. I never made that phone call. You can. Don't be afraid to. 1-800-273-8255. But okay, they said that they were going to say, and you just, oh, you leave them be. If you want to drop Harry from your life, Queen Elizabeth, you do it. If you don't, you don't. If you want to be disappointed, but he's still your grandson, you do that. Please leave us out of it. What are you commenting for, though? Buckingham Palace! The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Harry, Meghan, and Archie, that's the kid, will always be much-loved family members. Yeah, that's our way of saying, we heard you, and we ain't going to be a part of your crazy. No way and no how. Let me say it again. No way and no how. I thought it was going to be a... We think this and we think that. No, 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 no. You leave that be. If you ask the people of Britain whether they are fans of the Queen or of Meghan, Queen 9000, Meghan negative six. That's where the scoreboard is right now. If you ask people whether they're a fan of Wyoming, Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon 9000, The mask lovers, negative six. Wyoming is removing the statewide mask requirement. Bars, restaurants, theaters, and gyms can resume normal operations starting March 16th. I don't know why it's not right now, but neither here nor there. They will keep masks in place for K-12 schools. There is no need for mask mandates, and there hasn't been for a good long time. You want to model good behavior and wear a mask? You feel free. That you have to wear a mask? that it's imperative that you wear a mask, that you can tell businesses not to be open, you can only be open 25%, all of this was nonsense from the beginning and continues to be. If we have learned anything about masks, we have learned, A, it's clear that masks stop something. If they didn't, why would you wear them at hospitals at all? Of course a mask stops something. And everyone who says masks are completely ineffective, we're wrong. Ineffective against COVID, Well, I think the jury is still out there. Certainly not as effective against COVID as it is against the flu, because holy cow is a mask effective against the flu. And people who are sick should wear masks. We should go with that full kind of model. Be respectful. If you're sick, you wear a mask. If you're healthy, go about living your life. Remember the biggest problem here when we're talking about quarantines? We quarantined healthy people. We lock down healthy people and healthy people's businesses. That is wrong. It will always be wrong. Those people who wanted this, pushed for this, demanded this, and are still upset that we're not doing it everywhere, they'll never be right. If you told me in the first three weeks, in the first month, we didn't know what was happening, okay. Now we asked the question from the beginning. Are you sure this is the way to handle this? Because this doesn't seem like the way to handle this. We said you cannot shut down society to save society. Put that out there into the world. You know what I was told? Tony Katz is gonna get people killed. That's what happens from low rent people, right? Low minded people, pseudo intellectuals who fail to recognize the value of the constitution and most importantly, that you cannot stop uh, the society. It creates more damage, and we're seeing it. And there are people now, especially as we're talking about what's going on with kids, oh, kids are resilient, they'll be fine. That's our answer? Kids are resilient, they'll be fine? From from total isolation? The human condition doesn't go for isolation. That's some rare stuff where people want to be completely and totally alone. We, we We punish people by putting them in isolation. We don't know what the effects are going to be at all. I will tell you that I think my children have done very, very well, but we haven't been we haven't been crazy people. You want to go hang out with friends? Go hang out with friends. We checked with other parents. They're like, cool. We're like, cool. Then they did, and it was fine. Oh, wait, somebody is not feeling well. Okay, well, don't go over there. We'll give them a couple weeks. Make sure everything's good. Everything's good. Go have fun. Every day discussing with our kids there's no reason to live in fear. These people who want to live in fear are bad people. And there are people who want you to live in fear. That's even worse. Why would you ever want to do such a thing? I applaud what's going on in Wyoming. I would like to see more of it. More getting back to normal. And more pushing against the people who don't want to. But what I'm referring to are what states do or what governments do in getting rid of mandates. What the individual does and what the the, the business does, well, that's up to them. Then there's the idea of spring break. Boston College has canceled spring break. Instead of like having a week or two, there's like a single day that the kids don't have class. I actually understand the methodology here. This was a methodology that was applied by universities. uh, Purdue University did this, I believe. Um, When you go away for Thanksgiving, you don't come back until the new semester. Because what they were trying to avoid was the idea of, OK, you could pick something up at home and then you're bringing it back to the campus and then things can spread. So why don't we have you stay home? You'll know if you've gotten sick because you'll already be home and then you're home. And then we can have everybody come back after they've been home for X number of weeks to be able to properly test themselves, check themselves, et cetera. That made sense. You can't argue that the university doesn't have a, a, some skin in the game and they got to be checking on uh, on these things. Right, And the spring break may very well play the same way. But then there's the teachers. The teachers are being told, do not take photos of yourself on spring break. I mean, that's hilarious. Right, the teachers who are all about the problems. The teachers who are all about uh, you're going to get us killed if you make us uh, go back uh, to, to to teaching. If you make us go back in in the classroom, Ari, you at, producer Ari, you had this uh,
1: this 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 as well. This is from the LA Teachers Union, right? Yeah, they're uh, saying teachers, if you go away on spring break, do not post fi- pictures of yourself having a good time anywhere.
0: Now that's so funny because uh, uh, Cecily Myrons Cruz, she is uh, the president of the United Teachers Los Angeles. Well, she's got some very specific thoughts about opening up schools again.
2: Today, state legislators released a revised plan in Senate bill 86 to try to force schools to physically reopen even if conditions are unsafe. Unfortunately, the plan reverts to deeply flawed ideas in Gavin Newsom's proposal in December to offer school districts more money if they open faster. If you condition funding on the reopening of schools that money will only go to white and wealthier schools that do not have the transmission rates that low-income black and brown communities do this is a recipe for propagating structural
0: racism well that's for the teachers to figure out and for gavin Newsom to figure out and i don't need to be any part of that but they're worried about Things happening and spreading in school. Certainly, I think you could argue, you don't give people more money for opening quicker. You just open the schools as rational people should. So they're opposed to going uh, to school. By the way, the United Teachers uh, of Los Angeles voted not to return to in-person schooling. This story coming out, uh, I think this is just uh, today. But they want to make sure that when you're on spring break, you don't make yourself or us look bad. Because we know we're full of it. We know we're lying to the teacher, to, to the parents. We know we're lying to the kids. And the last thing we need is you involved in some mishap in Cancun, hanging out with Ted Cruz, we assume, drinking until there's nothing left. Let me tell you, if you're doing body shots with the senator, you're doing it wrong. Although, that would be hilarious. Of a, That would be a great photo. That would just be unbelievable. That would that was that would be photo of the year. They they know they're full of it. The teachers' union knows they're full of it. They know they're lying to parents. They know they're lying to students, and they don't care. They don't care. It's ugliest sin. But the idea of the colleges saying no spring break, I get it. They're just trying to protect themselves all the way around. And a lot of universities already announced, listen, fall of 2021, we're back to it full on. Right? They're going to give themselves the rest of this year, figuring they can get away with it. There's probably a legal question. Ah, we can be safe. That's fine. I honestly don't have much faith that a lot of these teachers unions would even consider on the high school level or the middle school level going back in, in fall of 2021. They may decide to see how long they can hold out. I, I don't think it's a smart policy, but it sure as heck their policy. I'm Tony Katz. Sanctions could be coming against Russia. And I'm telling you, man, they buried the lead on this headline. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today in Gadget discussing how the U.S. is planning a mix of actions against Russia over the Wind cyber attack. So we're talking about... Uh, the, the IT software, this management software hacked by the Russians were dealing with with the uh, secretary of the Treasury Department and, and commerce Department, and there was a cyber attack. This was, was November or December I, th- I think it, I think it was and Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary confirming that the government is going to carry out a mix of actions seen and unseen so it could be economic sanctions, it could be other things. I have no problem with this. No problem with this at all. You have to deal with the hacking as it happens. Right? It impacted a bunch of corporate networks. Microsoft uh, said that even though the SolarWinds hackers didn't obtain customer data, they got their hands on source code for three products. The story follows up. That Microsoft last week rolled out a fix for Exchange Server vulnerabilities because Chinese state sponsored groups exploited those to breach the networks of various companies and organizations. Microsoft discussing how they were limited targeted attacks, but Reuters described it as more than 20,000 US organizations that were compromised. And tens of thousands of organizations across Asia and Europe are said to have been affected as well. What's our plan? Because the plan has certainly sanctions I have no issue with. But the plan has got to be full on strength against the enemy, which is China. China is not to be trusted. And you know my answer? I erase zeros from the debt. That's where I start. I erase zeros from the debt. You steal, we give you back less. You you took the money. You took it already, you took it in theft. I don't wanna hear what you think. You think Taiwan is some red line that we're not allowed to talk about? I'm gonna talk about Taiwan first. I'm gonna walk in in a suit that looks just like the Taiwanese flag. You think you get to set the, the agenda? Let's see about that. While you're talking, I'm going to write the words to what I think the Taiwanese national anthem should be. Now, someone could explain to me, Tony, there's a better way to deal with China. And if they were somebody worthy of listening to, I would might, you know, very well listen to them. But doing nothing is not an option. Kowtowing is not an option. Being worried because, you know, we owe them a lot of money. No, 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 that's not a problem. When you owe the bank $1,000, it's your problem. When you owe the bank a $1,000,000, it's the bank's problem. China wants to get paid? Act right. You're only going to get paid if you get to sell to our market because our market buys all sorts of crazy stuff. We'll even buy the sheetrock that's got the lead in it, that's contaminated, that's got the mold, that's going to make us sick. Well, it was $3 cheaper. Well, okay then. Worth the sickness of our youngest. Three trips to the hospital, but man, did we get a deal on that sheetrock. Hmm? Huh? Hmm? We're only going to have to rip it down in six months. In the meantime, little Timmy's got breathing issues. It'll make them stronger. Stunt is growth, but that's okay. Did I mention the cheap price of the sheetrock? You got to take on China. You got to take them on strong. You got to take them on firm. And there has to be a total reset of who's in charge here. I'm not worried about the debt. We're in charge. Can't treat us like this. We're going to handle you. Now, if you say to me, Tony, this, you know, this gets gets into a uh, altercation. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely prepared for that. It's not going to be fun. I'd rather not have it. But they can't stop stealing. And it's all run by the Communist Party. So, you're going to have to push back. This is Tony Katz today. So Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, gets asked about the children at the border because there are thousands of children at the border the number of migrant children in custody along the border has tripled in the past two weeks to more than 3,250 many of them being held in jail like facilities for longer than the three days allowed by law Okay, first, jail-like facilities is short for cages. Thanks, Peter Baker of the New York Times. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Instagram, Parlor, Twitter, at Tony Katz. They're being held for longer than is allowed by law, 3,200 of them. Hmm, it's like we've got a crisis at the border. What does Jen Psaki have to say about all of this? The region has also experienced two hurricanes
2: in the fall, putting further stress on the conditions in these countries and the circumstances that are facing individuals. And all of this is taking place during a global pandemic that has impacted other countries' economies, placing undue hardships on its people, just as it did in the United States. So there are also a range of factors that are leading individuals to come to the border.
0: Did you just blame hurricanes? They had two hurricanes in Central America or Southern America to have to go back and look where where certain hurricanes hit. And that's what is now leading to people coming to the border. People didn't, after the hurricane, look at their house that was destroyed and say, all right, we are going to America. Let's pack everything up. Wait. Oh, we lost everything. Okay, let's go. I'm not being glib or flip. I'm asking how come it didn't happen when the hurricane hit? Why is it happening now? And the only answer is because Joe Biden is now president and people feel that is easier because he has already indicated through his progressive partners that he'll be an open borders guy. What? This is a flat-out lie. This is a lie. From Jen Psaki. The fact that there may have been hurricanes... This is not the reason why people are coming. That is... That is madness. Holy cow. No, no, no. So glad everybody voted for Joe Biden. No, no, no. Oh, that Trump. Oh, he's so mean. Mm. No, this is better. No, you know what? I'm actually... Uh, I'm moving the mic. I'm standing up. This is a standing ovation, producer, Sorry, Doing it alone in my studio. You, Just it, want to make sure I'm showing the proper respect. It feels respect. gratuitous. No one's there. Oh. I had to bring the mic back. Good Lord. You know what? I should have warned people I was going to play that. If you were driving, I'm so sorry. I should have let you... Know. I should be a better friend. I want to apologize for that right there that is just that is just downright mean here all night from the bottom of my heart let me apologize for not letting you know i was going to play nonsense from Gensaki. it was wrong of me to just throw that at you knowing it would be so criminally insane that you would probably just start yelling out your car window possibly get into an accident. I don't want that for you, Boo Bear. I want you to live a good, long, happy, healthy life, listening to this show and enjoying yourself. I promise from now on, I'll do better. And I will share with you when I'm about to play something from Jennifer Saki that is criminally insane. Or you can just get used to the fact that whatever she says is probably criminally insane and be used to it when I play something because there's going to be a lot from Jen Psaki because Joe Biden doesn't actually speak to the press. I love you. And may I say, I always have. I think that'll work. Damn. Vanita Gumpta is uh, the nominee for Associate Attorney General. And she is on the hot seat today apologizing for the nasty rhetoric she has used in the past
2: and i appreciate you giving me this opportunity and i should say to ranking member grassley and to the other members who i understand have these concerns i understand why you have them i take them seriously uh, I regret the harsh rhetoric that I have used at times in the last several years. Uh, I uh, Perhaps I think the rhetoric has gotten quite harsh over the last several years, uh, and I have fallen prey to it, and I, uh, I wish I could take it back. I can't. Uh, but what I can commit to you and, and ask that you do is look at my lifelong record. Um, I have from the early... Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. wait. What is the world that she uh, said? She, well, she apologized to senators who say she referred to them as racist liars. I mean, that's, that's, uh, something. Her Twitter feed, according to Chuck Grassley, has painted Republicans with a broad brush, describing the Republican National Convention as three nights of racism, xenophobia, and outrageous lies. Then you had Mike Lee who pointing out, pointed out that this woman uh, urged lawmakers to reject similar apologies made by a guy by the name of Ryan Bounds, whose appeal court nomination by former President Trump was withdrawn over racist remarks. And Lee said, you said his apology was too late and too self-interested. Is that something we ought to apply to you? And she says, I'm a believer in second chances, and I would ask for that. Don't confirm her. We are supposed to want to tone down the rhetoric, right? So, people who have engaged in the radical rhetoric that was supposed to be awful when President Trump did it should not have a seat at the table. There's somebody else who can be the deputy and associate attorney general. Was it, I don't know if she's deputy or associate attorney general. I don't know which one it, it she, she's going for off the top of my head. I apologize. Why not? Why should she be given any chance or any se- uh, opportunity? W- she gets a second chance? Somebody who has clearly made themselves known? My gosh. That's ain't ain't, ain't that something. Ain't that something? What you want for yourself versus what you want for others. That still is going down the line. And then a story that got missed. I mean, just just totally swept over. Uh, I, I think you'd have a hard time finding it in the mainstream. I found it at NPR. I was like, well, good on them. Switzerland approved a burqa ban. And I said, is that right? And it, it, it made me think about the... When was the last time we really talked about Muslims in America? It, it used to be a hot subject. Everything was Islamophobia. We were nothing more than a bunch of bigots. And we don't hear anything anymore. We don't hear anything anymore. I wonder... I I, I guess we're no longer bigots, so good on us Swiss voters approve the proposition banning facial coverings in public Nikabs and burqas are banned outside of religious institutions but it doesn't apply to facial coverings for health reasons now here's an interesting way NPR puts it that in uh, uh, Switzerland um, the burqa is worn by almost no one even among the country's Muslim population so the purpose is, is what? Well, the purpose could be that you don't want people engaged in being able to be hidden if there are issues that occur. Now, one could argue that that's a profiling conversation. Well, one could also argue that in certain societies, you don't cover your face like that. You cover your face for specific purposes, not for religious purposes or not for all the time purposes. You let yourself allow yourself to be seen. I always found it amazing that people could go to banks while wearing a mask. I figured the bank would be the one place where you have to take the mask off. And they'd allow it. i like, this is so weird. You tell me you could wear sunglasses and a mask, uh, uh, right? Like, uh, like a mask you wear right now and go in to a bank.
1: They'd make you take the glasses off, I think.
0: I would assume so. But that you can wear the the, the 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 mask is is just I, I, I think that's crazy. The ban passed with a majority vote of fifty one point two percent of the Swiss voting in support of the proposal. I'm curious how this is gonna be seen, how this is gonna be shared, how's it gonna be discussed? Right? What kind of bigotry they're going to be accused of. As opposed to saying, hey, this is our society and this is what we do. Is that an attack on religious freedom? Does religious freedom run into a, a, a conversation of, of of societal norms? Right? Jewish people wear, wear a yarmulke, right? Is it kippah, head covering on their head? And, uh, do they have to take it off in certain places? I've, I've never seen that. Or is there something specific to the face covering that simply doesn't work in a modern society? I'm very curious to see how this plays or if anybody is even paying attention to it.
1: I'm Fingers Molloy with the Bourbon Minute brought to you by the Eat Drink Smoke Podcast. Turning our attention to beer and ice fishing, the Jacob Leinenkugel and Kugel Brewing Company says that they've decided to bring a little summertime fun in the middle of winter by giving away a custom summer shandy ice shanty. WROK reports that Line and Kugel says that their shanty includes light therapy lamps a grill, something called classic lighthouse decor and a year of free summer shandy. It's about $500 worth of summer shandy beer according to a Facebook post from the brewery. The contest is open to legal residents in all 50 states who are 21 and over and it ends March 11th. For more information on the contest, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat drink smoke this was the bourbon minute brought to you by eat drink smoke it's your cigar bourbon foodie radio extravaganza check it out on apple podcasts amazon music or your favorite podcast platform eat drink smoke
0: so Piers morgan has left his show good morning britain because he didn't believe Meghan Markle in that interview he said on the show I don't believe a word she says Meghan Markle I wouldn't believe it if she read me a weather report and that fact that she fired up uh, this onslaught against our royal family I think is contemptible and then it got into a fight he actually walked off set 41,000 complaints I mean, I think it's always a question of it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And that is very, very true. People are all all about that. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Uh, No matter how you say it, the PRO Act is just flat-out horrific. And you know it because Ilhan Omar, the representative from Minnesota, is all in favor of it.
1: The gentlelady from Minnesota,
0: Ms. Omar... The gentleman from Minnesota is recognized for one and a half minutes.
3: Thank you, Chairman. Mr. Speaker, I rise in solidarity with labor unions who throughout history have fought the greed of their bosses and corporations in order to have a better life. I rise in solidarity with workers in Marathon Petroleum Plant in Minnesota who are striking for safer working conditions. And with the workers at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, Walker Art Center, and many more workplaces who have recently unionized in my district. I rise in solidarity with the 5,800 mostly black workers in Alabama who are currently fighting one of the most predatory corporations in the world, Amazon, to form a union. Labor unions have been the driving force for all positive change for workers in modern history. As a former union member myself, I can attest to the power that workers wield when they exercise their right to organize. That's why we need the PRO Act and why we must pass it this week and pressure the Senate to do the same. The,
0: the PRO Act is going to do to America what AB5 did to California and put an end to the gig economy. Put an end to -to right-to-work laws. Really force the idea that you need to belong to a union to help these people unionize and where they take their financial power and they give it to Democrats. This is diseased thinking as I see it and I will be breaking this down in the days ahead. But look at how much they're willing to do so quickly. Look at how aggressive the political left is is willing to be now part of the issue with all this is is that and, and and you know i wrote about this being pro union is is their entirety i wrote about this 2 months ago and how right we were unions are everything to them union worship because unions have been taking hits because when people learn like we saw from from act 10 in in wisconsin years ago and other things when people don't have to be part of a union they're not interested This is not an argument against somebody who's in a union. This is an argument against the abusive nature of unions that we have seen all around the country. How they move politically, as opposed to doing what is best for their union members. How they work in concert with politicians against the better uh, needs of either the union members or those they're supposed to serve, specifically the very idea of public unions, I oppose the idea of all public sector unions because it is a negotiation against us, the people who pay them. By definition, it is a vicious uh, 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 secular, uh, a, v- a vicious cycle. But if the union is where you get your power, you need to have more people in the union. If you can't get people to join the union, you're going to have to force them.